Every business wants good customer reviews. Every customer wants a good experience. So what happens when both sides click? Or in some cases, when they don't? From Yelp and Entrepreneur Media, this is Behind the Review. Emily Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind their interaction. Let's see what's behind this week's review. Yeah, I was actually shocked. I was—I remember taking Asher in, and then a month later, I was sitting at an airport, and Dr. Young had called to ask me how Asher was doing. And honestly, that blew my mind. I'd never had that kind of level of customer care, you know. And the fact that she remembered me, reached out to me a couple weeks later, and asked how his progress was—that really touched me. Yeah, I remember that vividly. That's Yelp reviewer Courtney M, owner and guardian to Asher, a 14-year-old black lab. Pet owners know they need regular vet care, and finding a good vet you trust can be a challenge. On top of that, caring for senior pets can be more complicated than younger animals. According to the American Veterinary Medical Association, 57% of American households own at least one pet, spending an average of $410 per year on those pets. I'm one of those people, the proud owner of a beautiful boxer named Oscar, who's currently living his best life sleeping on the sofa. And I have to tell you, $410 sounds on the light side if I were to tally up a year of vet bills. It can be expensive. And trusting a clinic to be honest with you and only recommend the treatments, medications, and services your pet needs is critical. When Courtney took Asher to West Coast Animal Hospital, she knew she had found the perfect vet for her dog and now travels hours each way to take him to his appointments. Let's listen to her review. This is the best practice I've ever had experience with. Buckle up for a long review. I will say I'm a bit jaded when it comes to veterinary practices. My dog is my whole world, and I feel a little bit jaded since I do work in the animal health pharmaceutical industry, so I'm pretty familiar with the drug companies. Every time I took my dog to a practice, I always left feeling like my dog's issues were glanced over, and I was sent home with a big bill with nothing resolved. For example, I took Asher to a vet in Northern California, and told them he had itchy skin and did not have fleas. He proceeded to flip my old arthritic dog on his back and looked for the fleas and said he didn't have fleas and was fine. I felt for years vets didn't actually listen to my concerns and looked for the obvious and sent me out with a huge vet bill and unnecessary drugs that didn't help and actually made him worse. Dr. Young actually listened to my concerns and fixed Asher's chronic itchy skin and chronic ear infections almost immediately. She was thoughtful and found more issues and addressed them immediately and enhanced my baby's quality of life tremendously. Recently, Asher's ears infections and breathing got worse. So I tried to get an appointment with her, but she didn't have any availability for days. So I asked if I could be on call for the next appointment. They called me back soon after for a counted appointment two days later. So I made their arrangements to get there. It was with a different doctor, so I was a little nervous because Dr. Young knew his history so well. They take incredible notes, so his vet tech and Dr. Tyler were hyper aware of Asher's history and gave him the best care I could have hoped for. Dr. Tyler was incredible and recommended a treatment plan where Asher was doing better almost immediately. 
Everyone there is so incredibly thoughtful. I live 10 hours away from San Diego, and every time something happens with my elderly baby, I will not hesitate to make the drive to make sure he gets the best care possible. The whole practice is, is incredible, and I wouldn't trust Asher with anyone else. I also never leave reviews, so I just hope to help someone else who loves their dog daily like I do. West Coast Animal Hospital in San Diego is owned by Dr. Megan Gibbons and her husband, Tom. After working in multiple veterinary clinics, Megan decided it was time to open her own practice. I've been in the animal field for about 20 years now. I started working in animal hospitals when I was really young in high school and so forth and went to vet school and graduated and was working in general practices for about five years before we started our own practice. I kept running into a situation where the hospital owners didn't want to evolve and change. And it was kind of always like, this is the way we've always done things. And this is how we're, we're going to continue to do them. Whether it was regards to just the general management style of the hospital or patient care, new innovations in the animal health care field, adapting to those and adopting those. There was just a lot of resistance. And being that I have an entrepreneurial spirit and my dad was a small business owner and Tom with his skill set, being that he's an MBA, we had a lot of discussions about how can we make this kind of dream a reality? And that's what we did. We opened our hospital in 2017 in the fall and it was just me initially as a single veterinarian. And we had three or four staff members and we've grown rapidly over the past four years. Now we have seven veterinarians, full-time veterinarians and about 45 staff members, support staff members, and we're undergoing an expansion project and so forth, and we kind of blew up. By any standards, that's an incredible amount of growth in just four years. And for some businesses, it might be overwhelming. But Megan and her husband, Tom, planned carefully for this expansion of the business and are ready to do it again. His years of experience in corporate America in both marketing and IT have allowed West Coast Animal Hospital to thrive. I was able to take a lot of lessons that I learned in corporate America and combine those with the values of mom and pop and make something that's special because we have the structure that people want, but we also have the values that people want. And when I say people, I mean both our employees and our customers because The two things are intrinsically entwined because without our employees, we don't have a business. It's a service-based business. And so it's not like a product that you can just put in a machine and crank out a million units. Every interaction has to be deliberate and trying to create a culture that aligns with the values and the service that we want to provide. While their rapid growth has been admirable, it hasn't been without its issues. Sometimes when your business is booming, you add headcount out of necessity. These new hires fill a gap, sure, but they might not be the best fit for your business, as Megan and Tom discovered. We had an 80% turnover of our staff because Mm -hmm. we weren't really excited with how the culture was forming. In the very early days, it was just a scramble. Like, we need somebody. Okay, you, you're hired. And then once we got enough people on board to see a culture develop, there were some things that we didn't like and we wanted to change. We had to trimmed down and and we had some turnover that we instigated because we needed to hit the reset button on the culture. And fortunately, that was successful. And now we're thrilled with our culture and our success is because of that. In addition to providing excellent veterinary care, West Coast provides additional value to their clients in what they don't do. 
They feel strongly about not adding on unnecessary or expensive procedures or products. Those are usually big revenue drivers for vet clinics, but Tom and Megan don't like the idea of running a transactional business. The biggest value that our customers relate to is no upselling. When you go to a veterinary hospital, the last thing that you want to do is have the doctor try to sell you something that you're not quite sure that you need. And since this is a trust-based business, we do everything that reinforces and develops that trust because we see this as a long-term relationship. This isn't a transaction. And really that's what's made us successful against the big corporate guys is because they see this as a transactional business and they look at optimizing transactions. And I do the opposite. I don't want to sell that $20 vaccine. I don't want to sell the extra shampoo. I don't want to sell a payment plan that forces you to to, to pay when you don't necessarily want to. So that's what developed the trust. And that's what has our customers singing our praises to their friends and family. And I think too, having really strong values. And it was one of my mentors when I first started in practice, explained to me very early on, it's so simple and it makes a lot of sense, but it's that do good medicine, do what's right for the pet, do what's right for the customer and the business will follow. And it's just that simple. Tom is absolutely right. Veterinary practices are a trust-based business. As a pet owner, I'm very particular about who can treat Oscar. You have to have a rapport with your vet, and you have to trust the vet to do what's in the best interest of the animal, not just what's in the best interest of the practice. That trust needs to extend to every member of the staff. So how do Megan and Tom make sure their entire staff stands behind their value system? I think the number one thing is to lead by example. I'm in the practice, like I'll be in there six days this week. I'm there every day. Maybe I'm not seeing patients every day, much to my clients' dismay, but I'm there every day and bouncing ideas off of the associate veterinarians and and the support staff and saying like, hey, why don't you do this for them or help them out with this in this situation or just offering some advice. But I think also when I am in the practice, being a veterinarian leading by example is probably the biggest thing that's that's helped us. I completely agree, but Megan, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. There's other things that she does related to communication and mentoring associated with one-on-ones. One of the best practices that I got from corporate America was the one-on-one. And that's something that we've implemented at West Coast Animal Hospital through the entire command chain. So from the top all, all the way down to the bottom, there are people that are having one-on-ones with each other. And it started with Megan and well, it started at the top. And it's, so- it started with our core value of communication and being hyper-focused on communication. Communication, not only with our clients regarding their pets, but with the staff and with me in particular, with the associate doctors. And then we kind of have a hierarchy amongst our staff where they have monthly check-ins with a superior, if you will, a leader, and we have mentors within our team. I think just being hyper-focused on communication, it's so, every time there's been a challenge or a sticking point or something that comes up, it boils down to lapse in communication or failure in communication. And it's just, yeah. it's yeah. like our number one core value. I've driven well over an hour to go to a vet I like and trust, and Courtney does as well, not only for the incredible care they give Asher, but because they extend that core value of communication to their clients. As she mentioned at the top of the podcast, 
Courtney was delighted when her vet called to check on Asher after his last visit. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll hear how the West Coast team has leveraged technology to keep that core value of communication alive. Have you ever heard of Future? It's a unique fitness app that provides one-to-one digital personal training and a fitness plan designed specifically for you, delivered straight to your phone every week. Future pairs you with your own expert coach that tailors your workouts around your own goals, schedule, and lifestyle. With Future, you're getting a real expert coach who will text you daily. They'll check in on your progress, and they'll act as that extra motivation you might need to complete your workouts. Future provides unparalleled flexibility. So whether you like to work out at the gym, outside, on the go, or at home, your coach will adjust your plan to where you are that day or week. Each future member also receives an Apple Watch, which pairs with the app and allows you to track each workout and see metrics like calories burned and heart rate. That way, your coach can constantly adjust your workouts based on your progress and fitness level. And future is the lowest you'll ever pay for unlimited personal training from an elite coach. Consider that an in-person training session costs $100 or more. $150 a month is a pretty great deal. And as a behind-the-review listener, you can try your first month of Future for only $19. Go to tryfuture.com forward slash behind the review. Again, that's tryfuture.com forward slash behind the review, and you'll get your first month of Future for only $19. And we're back. West Coast Animal Hospital is very intentional in their communication strategy, and they've utilized the latest technology to make sure that they're getting the right messages to the right clients at the right time. We do try to leverage technology as best possible within the practice, so that includes having an electronic medical record system where we have a templated ability to fill in the details about each patient and easily pull it up on a screen, and as well as some other kind of communication tabs within that software messages and so forth. Like this client drives down seven hours away. Courtney specifically made reference to our callbacks. We have a callback reminder and that was a conscious decision as far as how we want our process to flow. And then the doctor gets a reminder to call the client back and Courtney appreciated that. And a lot of doctors too, we'll just set our own reminders like, oh yeah, that was really weird. We got to follow up and see how that dog's doing later. Or that client was really upset about something that was going on. I need to follow up and see how they're feeling about it. So we try to leverage technology as best as possible to facilitate that communication, especially within patient record keeping. Communication strategy with clients isn't the only thing Tom brought to the practice from the corporate world. Believe it or not, something as common as a staff meeting isn't exactly common in a vet clinic. And maybe it's not common in your industry, but can it provide value? Another little example that seems obvious, but is not necessarily employed by the rest of the industry is staff meetings. So we have a all-hands staff meeting every two weeks. We talk about things that are happening at the practice, protocol changes, whatever comes up. We have a daily huddle called rounds, but we have a daily team gathering for maybe 15, 10 minutes, something like that. In that rounds, I tried to put my thumb on the scale there by my influence from Agile Scrum. 
right? And so in software development, you have the scrum, which is the 10 minute standup. And the reason it's 10 minutes is so people can't sit down, get comfortable and talk about stuff too much. And I learned all these <laughs> business and tech terms as scrum and agile and roadmaps and all this stuff. So, but, I've, been, I've been in the animal healthcare field my whole life. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, what, I know how to treat a disease, but yeah, I don't know what. But really, you know, there's <laughs> talk to your coworkers. Talk to your subordinates, talk to your superiors, talk to your customers. Everyone talks to the pets too. They're like more like, oh, aren't you cute little puppy? It's just really just go talk to people. It's an obvious thing. I don't think there's enough of it in the veterinary industry. And that's what makes us a little more unique from our management style. But there's also room for improvement. We don't have it nailed. We're constantly fine tuning. And that's a commitment that we've made to ourselves and our organization is that we're never going to stop learning. We know we're not perfect, and we need to always look for those opportunities for improvement. While communication is a key tenant to the success of their practice, not all communication is welcome in some small businesses. Yes, I mean the dreaded one-star review. Like many small business owners, Tom and Megan have very mixed feelings about reviews. Everyone loves a five-star review, right? But no one loves a one-star review. However, they've learned to take ownership of any issues brought up in a critical review and address them head on. Reviews are a double-edged sword. Everyone loves the five-star reviews, and we have earned a number of them. And I say earned because you know, we put a lot of effort into ensuring they have a good experience that warrants a good review. And then there's the, the negative reviews, and that's always tricky for everyone. For me, I have anxiety whenever I see any notification or review because I don't know if it's necessarily positive or negative, I'm always delighted to see the five star and upset when I do see the the one star. We, both of us, we can't help but take it a little personally. When I see those one star reviews, and, and that's always the trick for everyone, my methodology of processing that is that number one, I take ownership of any legitimate problem that surfaced uh, from the one-star review. First and foremost, it needs to be a learning opportunity for the organization. If we messed up somehow, we got to own it, we got to fix it. And then we have we need to post a response that lets them know in the general community that we are committed to fixing any problem that was discovered. If there's nuggets in there for me to take responsibility and ownership of, I do it. That's my opinion of reviews. How we leverage it is top reviews are shown on our website. We share them internally. So whenever we get a five-star review during our staff meeting. Staff meetings. Yeah. And we focus on communication. And so we use those as examples of what the staff are doing right from a values alignment perspective. And so it really helps us reinforce those positive behaviors. What motivates someone to leave a great review? According to Courtney, not enough people leave positive reviews, and she wants to make sure that if another elderly dog owner is looking for a great bet, she sings the praises of West Coast Animal Hospital. I think for me personally, I worked in customer service before, and for the most part, when people leave a review, it's because they had a bad experience. But I don't think people leave enough reviews when they have a positive experience either. So that's what motivated me to write that review just because if I had seen a review that was positive about, you know, someone having an elderly dog, I could have resonated with that. That was kind of my drive. My drive was really just to put that experience out there. So, you know, if you have an elderly dog like I do, there's somewhere safe and effective to take them to. To close us out, I wanted Megan to share a bit on the importance of listening to your consumer, because no matter what industry you're in, this practice can help you have better and deeper connections with your customers. 
I think it goes back to listening to the client again, going back to communication, but listening to the client and really listening to what their concerns are and hearing them and having empathy for what they're going through, whether your dog needs surgery or you're concerned about a tiny little mass that's on their head, like skin tag, that concern is very real to each person. And we all love our pets and pets mean different things to different people too. So really respecting that and listening to the clients and being empathetic to their concerns. And it's easy to be dismissive, but really realizing that these concerns are very real. And that concludes our episode. Be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Thursday. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take a thing or two away to implement in your own life. Whether it's a new idea that you can bring back to your business or a fresh perspective on how to be a positive influence as a consumer, we share these stories to inspire and create more meaningful connections in your local community. For more information about today's business or to connect with me, check out the show notes. This episode featured conversations with Tom and Megan Gibbons, the owners of West Coast Animal Hospital, as well as Courtney, a Yelp reviewer living in California. Special thanks to Holly Hanchi, who helped write this episode. To learn more about the episode, check out the blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. And for those listeners who might want to try Yelp ads, we have a special offer. Use code BTRPOD300 to get started today. That's B-T-R-P-O-D 300 to get started today. And a $300 upfront credit will be applied instantly. Charges apply once credit is used, cannot be combined with other offers. Any unused credit expires 90 days from date of acceptance. Eligible businesses only, subject to Yelp's master advertising terms. This offer expires at the end of 2021. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Maserol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.